Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Art of Unlearning podcast. My name is Julia Banford and for today's episode I wanted to talk about ego and ego has a lot of different definitions. Uh, The first thing that might come to mind would be Um, If someone has a big ego, they're cocky, they have an inflated sense of self, um, they feel they're better than everyone, and that's actually not the ego that I'm talking about. Uh, The ego I'm referring to um, is a philosophical term, and in this philosophical context, it's very, very different than that ego which I just just described. So I find it really important to understand for everyone. And I wanted to dive into the topic um, a little deeper and also how my ego has developed over my life and why I feel it needs to be challenged. So the ego is not really our friend in most cases. It is a culmination of everything we've been conditioned to believe about ourselves and the world beginning in our very earliest years of life. It determines all of our actions based on what has happened to us in prior instances. It's a culmination of all that we've lived through This started developing the day you were born. In a way, it's kind of like this layer that we wear. And it's telling us that it's protecting us from disaster. It's claiming to be our protector. In reality, it's really shielding us from new experiences that could lead to our growth. It deters us away from new friendships. It lowers our confidence, which leads us to believe that we're much less capable of change than we are. So ego can be really paralyzing. So I touched on this idea way back in episode one of this podcast, which um, that's coming up on almost a year ago now, which is wild. And in that first episode, I basically talked about this topic um, without using the term ego specifically. Um, And that was not on purpose or anything. Um, I just didn't hit on this term in particular. So I'm going to delve in a little deeper in order to demonstrate what the ego truly is and how it shows up in our lives. So the ego starts forming when we're born, or at least when we start making our first memories and when we first start being aware that we exist in the world. Every single negative experience we have Every hurtful word we hear 
And every time we feel that we quote unquote fail, the ego grows and strengthens times a million. It tries to keep us from feeling vulnerable or scared or belittled like that again in the future. And so it all sounds good, right? It sounds like this very helpful protection to wear out into the world. But along with that, the negatives that come with it just crush any positives that we may ever experience. So I'll actually use a personal example. Um, I won't use any names. This is from, I don't know, nine or 10 years ago. In these situations, honestly, it's perfectly fine if these people hear it because it's my reality and they were a part of it. Um, But anyway, I don't think they will. (laughs) So who cares? But um, anyway, um, I had a group of friends uh, when I first started college. I went to college. uh, My freshman year began in 2009. And I made a really close group of girlfriends there was, uh, there had to be seven or eight of us or more, and we all stayed really close through sophomore year as well. Um, come junior year, um, those at our school would move off campus. Um, the reason for that was because the housing on campus was for freshmen and sophomores primarily. So we would either move to, you know, an apartment or a house near campus, or we would um, rent a house or apartment in a nearby town. And in my mind, of course, we would all stay together, or we would, you know, divide into two groups, into two houses. This had been touched on previously. I had no reason to think this wasn't still the plan. And... Basically, what ended happening ended up happening um, toward the end of sophomore year as I brought this topic up to my friends, I was told that um, a house had already been rented um, for those girls without me. <laughs> um, and I think there was some excuse about um, that there not being enough bedrooms or... I don't know. I I don't recall, and the truth is it doesn't matter. Um, The first thing I thought was, okay, what did I do to land myself into this situation? And I went there instantly to the point that it wasn't even anger. It was isolating myself inside of this embarrassment and confusion I I started thinking, am I irritating? Am I annoying? Am I too loud? Am I too messy? Do I drink too much for these people? Um, Am I around my boyfriend too much at the time? And I'm just going through and through and through. And as I do that, I'm pulling away. And I basically, I couldn't even have this friendship with them anymore because of what this had done to me. 
So I figured there had to be something innately wrong with me that would lead to them abandoning me in this way and, and truly leading to the dissolution of our friendship. To this day, like I said, I'm not really sure what it was and it truly does not matter. But in my mind, it had to have been me. I was the one who got myself here. And right there, that's a perfect example. Immediately, this resulted in a whole new layer of ego being constructed subconsciously. It was such a thick layer that I found myself even years and years later approaching new friendships with apprehension and with a fear that this could happen again. I went into these new friendships with this idea cemented in my mind that I will be abandoned again because there was something wrong with me. So this is just one example of how our experiences strengthen the ego, even if we don't know it. We typically don't know it. If we sit down and really meditate on it, we'll say, oh, wow, I probably do this because of this. I probably do this because of this. But it does take some serious thought. It isn't obvious the majority of the time. And while it's okay to protect ourselves to a certain level, and we really should do that, I personally feel like that component of my ego did prohibit me from gaining new friends in a lot of situations. And you do hear this everywhere. People have their own personal experiences. Um, Trauma can lead to an enormous increase in the ego strength. Um, If this, this trauma cannot happen again to me, I cannot partake in A, B, C, I cannot engage with person X, Y, Z, because what if that somehow leads to another situation just as traumatic? And then we end up inevitably isolated in our own protective bubble that also keeps out the potential, potentially wonderful experiences. And these experiences can actually unravel the ego and chip away at it. And that's what we want to, to go back to the title of this podcast. We want to unlearn the ego, unlearn all of these lies that we've told ourselves and that society has told us for our whole lives. There's an expression that I love that I've heard over and over um, that says the ego does push-ups overnight. <laughs> It's such a perfect description. My personal ego has had close to 29 years to grow and strengthen itself, and I cannot expect it to dissolve in one day. In fact, our ego will always exist in some form. That's, that's human nature. But by exposing ourselves slowly to new experiences, that the ego typically tells us to avoid, warns us to avoid. We give ourselves the ability to challenge it. We We give ourselves a chance. And by challenging the ego, we actually begin to weaken it. There's a lot of ways to do this, a lot of simple ways. 
you might want to just say yes to an invitation with a friend that your ego's saying, no, don't do that. You'll probably do this. You'll probably end up embarrassing yourself. Um, What if it's awkward? You know, whatever. Just say yes and go do it. Challenge yourself. Challenge your ego. Join a new activity. Maybe there's um, a rec league of some sort or a book club. I actually recently started a book club. And that was challenging my ego. I really thought it would be a positive thing for me to do that didn't involve going out and spending a bunch of money. And at first, I did think, that's not really something I do. Uh, I don't really start things. That could be phony of me. And it's so not. And people were so interested the second I said it. And that is a perfect example of me challenging my ego. And it's given me this sense of confidence that's really kicking my ego in the butt. And I get addicted to this success, addicted to this slightly growing confidence one step at a time. You have to give yourself a chance because the ego will swallow you whole and it will keep you completely isolated from the good that your life has to offer. And those are my thoughts for today. It's a little longer than um, usual, and I'm happy about that. I guess I had a lot to say about it. (laughs) Anyway, um, per usual, all of my updates and little mini blog posts and information about the podcast is on my Instagram, um, at Simply Spirited, all one word. That's at Simply Spirited. You can reach me by email. If you have any ideas for podcasts or a blog posts or any questions, anything at um, Julia at I am simply spirited.com. And on that note, my website, <clears throat> excuse me, is www.iamsimplyspirited.com. You have access to all of my podcast episodes on that website as well as all of my blog posts, um, which are cool, and some workouts, a bunch of other stuff, and I'm always updating that. I need to update that within the next few days. Other than that, thank you so much for listening. I will be back soon with episode 12. Thanks a lot. Bye.